Hey, future Kelsey here. I have something crazy coming up that I'll be sharing with you next week. It is a free 45-minute training that I'm hosting, teaching you the three secrets to landing any job you want, even in a totally new industry. That's right, next week only, specifically on Tuesday, April 27th, and Wednesday, April 28th, you could join me on Zoom for this rapid-fire deep dive into career-changing info that you can't Google. In it, I'll be addressing, one, we all know that networking helps, but how, what do I need to say, to who, why, and what if I hate networking? Is there a better way? I will address all this and more, liberating you to create all the luck and movie moments in your career that you might be hoping for. Two, I'll be sharing that we also all know that tailoring your resume to each application is a good idea, sure, but what does that mean exactly? Two, does it really make a difference? Three, that seems like a lot of work. How can I make it super easy? I'll answer all this and also show you why your resume rarely ever gets seen by a human, the recruiter, and how to fix that so you could finally start landing interviews. Lastly, I'll be sharing the two emails that will change your career, learning how to nearly guarantee you that you'll land an interview for any job you apply for and make an incredible impression on the hiring manager before you walk into that interview. Even more than these strategies, you will also, just in these 45 minutes, hear the truth behind the two biggest lies that cause you to believe you can't actually go for the jobs that you're really interested in. This part of the strategy training alone could change your career. This training contains pivotal info that has transformed the lives of my career coaching clients, as well as the people that they now serve in their new careers. One thing to note, this is a must attend event, even if you're not considering getting a new job right now. That's totally okay. These are strategies and truths that I believe every professional should know to feel confident and empowered so you could strike when the time is right in your career. To register, go to kelseykemp.com slash training. Remember, it's next week only. So start typing into your phone or browser, <laughs> um, kelseykemp.com slash training and hit the button at the top of that page to pick one of two meeting times and lock in your spot. You could keep this podcast playing while you take a few seconds to lock in your chance to hear these key three secrets to landing any job you want, even if it's in a totally new industry, this is going to be the highlight of your week next week if you want to feel like you could truly make the career of your dreams a reality. Because from my point of view, hope based in facts and strategies is a beautiful thing, don't you think? <laughs> All right, I will see you next week. Again, that's kelseykemp.com slash training to register. Welcome to Answer the Call. I'm your host, Kelsey Kemp. I'm an ex-tech consultant turned career coach, podcaster, and speaker, helping Christians discern their unique calling and create a career that's aligned with it so you could be as faithful and impactful as possible with the decades of work ahead. Here at Answer the Call, we gather around a new topic each Tuesday to help you gain clarity and confidence on what you're specifically called to do with your career, as well as sharing smart strategies to help you get there such as today's topic, which I'll just get straight into after I mention a little aside. I recorded this earlier today and I was listening to myself. I'm like, wow, I sounded so tired, spaced out and slow. And I was like, I do not want to subject the listeners to having to listen to me on two speed. Also, it is the greatest form of flattery when someone tells me that they enjoy my podcast, listen to all the episodes, but then also mention that they listen to me on regular speed, because that tells me that I have an entertaining and enough voice that is well paced to keep someone engaged. So that is what I am aspiring to today. I did what I had to do. I got up, I listened to some Shakira, because, you know, Super Bowl had me inspired, um, had a snack and put on a face mask because self-employed life. And here we are. I am ready to help you evaluate if it is the time to quit your job. Gasp. I know. It's a scary thing to be considering that, but 
a good time because so much good can come out of making a hard but necessary decision. So I hope that this episode gets you one step closer and clearer on what you're called to do. So um, yeah, I am going to talk through two things. First, I'm going to talk through the main categories of criteria. I have five um, general areas to evaluate if it's time for you to leave your job and find a new one. And then also at the end of the episode, I'm going to share what you should do if you do think it's time to quit your job. So some really helpful, powerful next steps. So first, those five categories I mentioned of reasons it might be time to quit based on one your advancement opportunities in your current job, like how you're feeling about those if they exist or if they don't. Um, Two, your emotional experience uh, as a result of working on this job. Three, your expertise or, you know, your interest in the subject of your work or maybe lack of interest. And then four, uh, how this job is affecting your personal health and quality of life. And then five, your boss, because we all know that who you work for has a uh, large influence on your experience in that role. So um, I'm going to kick it off with the first one. Here are some reasons to consider or kind of base your current experience off to evaluate if it's time to leave your current job and find a new one based on those advancement opportunities or lack of advancement opportunities. So think about it. It might be time to leave your job if there is no room for advancement and you're bored. Like there's no ladder to climb. There's no next steps. Um, And after you feel like you have mastered your position, it's just kind of showing up, doing your tasks, cutting the paycheck, and you're going to be stuck in that position forever. There's no um, hierarchy to climb. So it is really vital. I'm sure you feel this. It is vital to have a healthy dose of challenge and outlook for advancement in your job because you want to be working towards something. I don't need to tell you that. I'm sure that you're feeling it. So this is more of me giving you permission to acknowledge like, yes, what I'm feeling is totally a grounds to find a new opportunity because I'm not going anywhere with this. And Really, let me tell you how vital it is to have a healthy dose of challenge and opportunity for growth in your job. Because Viktor Frankl, the author of the famous book, Man's Search for Meaning, proved that humans actually die faster when we believe that we're not working towards something meaningful. That's what? Let me let that sink in for a second. When I read Man's Search for Meaning and read his research on that, I was like, wow, honestly, um, ah, I got to work towards something more meaningful because I feel like I'm um, spinning my wheels, not doing something that I care about. Or uh, there were certain seasons when I was really bored in my job. There was others more so when I was really stressed out. It was kind of uh, highs and lows. Um, And gosh, I just understand. I'm with you if you're feeling how frustrating that is to just be bored um, and not look ahead and see that there's like inspiring room for growth. So the other token, the other side of the coin, I'll say on this advancement topic is that if there is no room for, or sorry, if there is room for advancement in your job, like you could climb the ladder, there's several promotions ahead, you could get those raises, all those bonuses, all that stuff. But you look up that chain of command, like you look at your boss and your boss's boss and the top dog, and you take a good look at their job, their responsibilities, and their life, and you can say, huh, I'm not jealous. I don't want their job. I don't want their life. Then why are you working towards that right now? That's what you're doing. Um, so a really complimentary topic, which moves into our next uh, pillar or category of criteria to kind of measure your current job against and see if it's time to leave, is thinking about the expertise that you are building, the skills and strengths that you're growing in your job, and your interest in the subject matter that your job is centered in. It's time to think, 
And be honest, if you don't enjoy or care about the skills or expertise that you're building, like if you are not interested in all the um, things that you're having to learn <laughs> to be good at your job and grow in it, then like, why are, why are you doing that? I This was a big thing for me. I realized, wow, I am working so hard to keep up with the latest emerging technology when if I am just being really frank, I don't give a rip about staying up late at night to learn about blockchain technology or the latest, um, I don't know, like Google console. I can't remember. I was like learning machine learning type stuff. And I'm like, wow, I couldn't care less about this. I don't want to learn these things. And therefore, I also like don't, I'm not excited to go apply these learnings to my job. And it's not just like, I, I think why I'm mentioning it, this is that I was kind of pushing that down that feeling for such a long time because I'm like, ah, oh, don't be a brat, Kelsey. Like you'd have to just like learn tough stuff, and like this is good and it's good development exercise um, to just go through. And um, you should be grateful that your company gives you these opportunities to gain all these skills. And of course, I was, but the whole deal is looking at what you're learning and realizing that you are building expertise and like pegging yourself to stay in that field. Do you want that? Do you? I didn't. So that kind of helped give me a lot of clarity that it is time to leave and start going wide and deep, diving into topics that I could talk all day about and that I really care about. And so that was a really helpful pivot that allowed me to ultimately explore and discover the career path that I'm in now and then be really excited to work super hard um, to advance my skills and develop them in this area. So I am excited to become an expert in the field I'm in now. So I hope that for you as well. So um, yeah, be honest, do you want to be known and pegged for, let's say you're in like a quality assurance app development tester position. Do you want to be that person? Um, or like maybe you're a tax accountant. Do you want to become a partner at your accounting firm? Uh, does that excite you? Like, do you want that person's life? Or do you always want to be pegged for um, customer service roles? If you're an associate right now, like, do you want to be your manager? Basically, do you want to be pegged in those positions for the rest of your life? No. Okay. Then start learning, gaining experience, and developing expertise to um, prepare yourself for a career pivot into something that you would actually be excited to talk about and work on all day because that's honestly what you'll be doing for the rest of your life. So here's the deal. I know that it could be, I know this for myself, I know this for my friends, I know this for the many clients that I've worked with, that it could be this really scary, almost defeating moment when you're like, well if I make an industry pivot, like, does that mean that what I majored in and what I, what field I worked in for a couple of years was all a waste? Like, I, I want to prove to myself that that was like a good investment that I'm getting a return on and all this stuff. But there comes this point where it's just really important to consider, like, do you want to, base the next 40 years of your career off of a sunk cost golden chain kind of feeling like the golden handcuffs as they call it like oh I need to like stay in this because it pays well or because I spent so many years or I spent so much money on this degree do you want the first I don't know seven years that you spent getting schooling in a certain area and um, getting a couple of years of work experience in a certain industry do you want those five, seven, 10 years to dictate unhappiness for the next 40, then just like burn your ships and do something different. And another quote that really, um, I think sunk in so hard and just made me go, oof, man, I think it is time to quit is that, yeah, the, the first, the best day to plant a tree was 20 years ago. We all know that. We would want like the oak tree to be fully developed and looking great in our front yard by now. Do I wish I could take back all those things and like major in this other thing or um, have gotten a different first job that would have made my current life so much more blissful? Yeah, but the second best day to plant a tree is today. So go do it so that in 10, 20 years, you could be really, really flipping proud of where you're at and so excited and like 
be building a life that is energizing and one that you're called to, like doing something that you really have a mission behind. So there we go. Those are my thoughts on uh, reasons why it might be time to leave if you um, are thinking about what I said in terms of advancement and also like are you actually interested in what you're growing expertise in then the emotional area so this is a big deal one that we often discount um, because you don't want to weigh your emotions too heavily but friend it is like (laughs) there are some very compelling reasons very compelling reasons why you should be honoring the emotions that your job is constantly stirring in you. So one, think about it might be time to quit if you're constantly fantasizing about quitting. Or you're always thinking about like, oh my gosh, I'm just like so desperate for a vacation. Or um, uh, I would just kill to do what that person over there is doing. Or then like, you got you got to do something about it. If it's on your mind so often, then please give yourself permission to start honoring what that is telling you. You do not have to just accept that as the status quo, really. So a thing that I feel like is really, it's joked about a lot is like, oh, I've got the Sunday scaries or the Monday woes or like Mondays are just awful, right? And it's something that we just like joke about all the time, like, oh, you know, Monday, but you don't have to hate them for the rest of your life. So think about it. If every Sunday you're just like, oh, dreading to go into work and that's happening every Sunday for months and it really doesn't look like that's going to let up and you're just constantly arguing and wrestling with yourself to like, suppress those emotions and grow up, grow some chest hair and just like, this is the real world. You don't actually have to make yourself get used to that. I think that your subconscious is like really telling you to move on because here's the real deal. It's, yeah, okay. I just like really got to tell it to you straight, especially if you're in a first world country, you have an abundance of options that you just might not be acknowledging. Like, you do not have to be stuck in this feeling of being, I don't like this word, but like, honestly, I think it's warranted. You don't have to be stuck in this feeling of being a victim to your career. You have agency, you have the power to decide, and you have actually technically more options than ever in the history of this world to go out network your little booty off and get a new job or develop new skills and bridge the gap and create a plan and a strategy to get into a new industry. Like you could do that. I did it. I helped my clients through it. It's completely possible. Is it hard? Do you have to make sacrifices? Yes. But you like that is a choice for you to make and you can like if you are willing to like be honest with yourself and say I am sick and tired of being sick and tired then you could do something about that so uh little quote that like really helped me out is this principle that like it's not about how many resources you have it's about how resourceful you decide to be so that certainly applies with um really empowering yourself in the job search that you can make it work, especially when you reach out to get strategic help from a professional such as myself in the career coaching profession. So next, I'm going to go ahead and move on to our second to last category to consider is uh, reasons it might be time to quit in terms of personal health and the impact your job has on your quality of life. So If you feel like you constantly have to lean on friends and family members to listen to you while you vent or cater plans around what works for you because you're always busy or maybe you're just so emotionally drained that you like need the plans to be something that you just love doing because your weekend is like the only time that you have a good time in your life or enjoy it and it has to be like your lifeline to get you through the rest of the week, then I mean, I think that is something to take a good look in the mirror about because um, I really want to encourage you that there is no shame if that is you. No shame because like that was definitely me. I, after a while, I was really honest with myself and I was like, wow, I am a drain on my family and friends. And if I'm not a drain at best, I'm just kind of like this blah 
person that, um, I don't know, I just, I didn't have much to contribute to my family, my friends, my community. I couldn't, I was so drained and far from, like, I didn't feel like myself for the longest time while I was in uh, consulting um, because I was so drained by my job. I just felt like every call to my mom, she just had to listen to me. And now I look back, I'm like, oh what did it take for my family members or like my dad or my mom or my sister? What did they feel like when probably every time they saw my caller ID on their phone, they're like, wow, she's probably had a hard day and wants to talk about it. I realize I don't want to be that person. And it is up to me to decide to put myself in a position and make the choices to be in a career and create a life in which I would have emotional abundance and be able to be generous in every single way, to be there for others and to have this overflow where I could be caring and available to other people. But I was just kind of like a half person, just like so drained that I needed other people to cater to me or at least like listen to me vent all the time. And that's just not cool. It's not all about me. I want to be really giving to other people. And I just so believe in the impact, um, not just technically, like with the meaningful work that you could be doing if you were in a job that you really stood behind, but um, just emotionally too, if you were more emotionally available and in a better mood and just like in that abundance to be able to pour out to other people, to your family, to your friends, to your community, um, and be generous, like make the decisions in your life to set yourself up to be able to do that. That's up to you. And so, yeah, <laughs> like I, I worked with so many, um, honestly, honestly, like absentee fathers that I just thought, and I, I say that I'm not trying to like call out men. It was just because I was in a predominantly male industry in technology consulting. But I just thought I don't want to be that parent that's just like, well, I make the money. And so they should at least be happy that even if I'm gone all the time or when I am home, I'm like on my phone or when I'm not on my phone, I'm just like, ugh you know, um, like such, such a drained person. Like I didn't want to be that kind of parent and I didn't want to be that kind of friend or that kind of sister or anything. And so, yeah, I made the tough decisions to like put myself in a position in which I would have an emotionally rich life. Um, so anyway, I think I dwelled on that a little bit long. Um, I hope that that soapbox that I was on for a minute at least served you. So then as excuse me, whoa, another area that uh, you should consider in the ways that your job might be impacting your quality of life or your personal health is that like, no paycheck is worth sacrificing your health. We all know that job stress can trans or like any kind of mental stress definitely has physical consequences. And also mental ones, of course, like you could be dealing with depression or anxiety, insomnia, headaches, frequent illnesses, or worse. Like, heck, when I was really just out of alignment in my career with my personal values and how I really desired to spend my life, and I was super stressed out, like, I honestly, I went to the ER three times those two years. I was working for that consulting firm. Like, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that because like, I wish I were this like invincible person that could just like live on coffee and all this stuff. But like that, all that stress, it added up and it had consequences. And I was constantly catching colds or the flu. And uh, I had like huge health scares. And it was all because my immune system was extremely suppressed from the stress and long hours and constant travel. Um, And so like, I, I want to encourage you as well. If your job is really creating such uh, a stress that it's taking a toll on your health, like, please, that is not sustainable in the long term. Please get in a job that is just more safe like for your health. It's not worth sacrificing in the long term, especially for a job that you don't really enjoy or believe in. Um, but I do want to say, are there busy seasons at work of 
course, like I'm not saying that this is like a blank check that if you have stress and you have like physical consequences and like your health because of that stress, like it's time to quit automatically because of course there's busy seasons at work. And is it worth pushing yourself to go after an incredible opportunity every once in a while? Yes, stretch yourself. Have a few sleepless and busy seasons, sure, where you're sacrificing things to build your career. That is such a powerful thing. It's such a character building thing, especially if you're in the hustle mode. That's common if you're in your 20s or early 30s. But ask yourself, is what you're working towards in your current job worth that sacrifice? Are you being rewarded with hope and excitement as you stretch yourself towards a meaningful goal? Or are you just sacrificing your mental and physical health for reasons that aren't ultimately compelling or truly worth it? You will know. Like, you just like do a gut check, ask yourself honestly. Like, I, I think you know if the sacri- sacrifices you're making, especially in terms of health or quality of life, like, are you working towards something that is worth that sacrifice? And if not, then like, please move on. But um, yeah, we all go through seasons where we're short on sleep or nutrition or general happiness, and we are stressing ourselves out. Um, but like, our like that's okay if you're working towards an important goal. But um, you'll know if the health sacrifices you're making are going out of bounds in terms of stretching on for too long or not helping you accomplish something that's really worthwhile. Um, so this last category of reasons why, uh, I mean, you might want to consider leaving your job and finding one new one is your boss. So it might be time to leave if you know more or are more competent than your boss. Of course, it is frustrating to work for someone for someone you believe to be less skilled or knowledgeable than you are, but really, if you can't trust your team leader or your entire company's leadership to make good decisions and steer the ship in the right direction, you'll probably have to put up with more anxiety, uncertainty, and frustration than is necessary. And if your bosses truly don't know what they're doing, you could honestly find yourself out of a job if your boss changes plans or projects you're assigned to because your position could become irrelevant um, or worse, like. If you work for a small company or, I don't know, an at-risk company, your company could go under, under poor leadership. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's some very, very practical risks that you should consider that are associated with having a bad boss. But also, another thing, it might be time to leave your job and find a new one if you have a bad boss who is not going anywhere. <laughs> because... Some bosses, like in most situations, bosses come and go, which is why conventional wisdom says that it's best to just wait a bad boss out. But that's not always the right move because if you have a bad boss who's well liked by your upper management, it might be time to leave because they might be sticking around for a long time and like constantly over you or like as your um, superior. So, in a In addition to making you miserable every day, a really bad manager who's loved by the higher-ups can wreak havoc in your career by taking on credit for the work that you did or bad-mouthing you to others or blaming you for things that could go wrong. I have actually seen this happen more times than I could count with friends, and it's so disheartening. Um, So trust your instincts and be proactive in seeking employment under someone that you could really trust and who you respect and who you want to honestly grow more like because these people you spend a ton of time with them. And if you subscribe to the uh, general principle that you're one fifth of the top five people that you spend time with, then like, whoa, be careful of your boss and um, seek out uh, employment under one that you could trust. So last, um, this is a little bonus thing. (laughs) It might be time to quit your job if you are listening to this podcast right now.
what? <laughs> so yeah, like let that sink in. Be honest with yourself. It's hard. I know. I am right there with you in knowing what it's like, like the pain and the like waffling back and forth um, and what it's like to say no to a bad situation or an okay situation, or even sometimes it's warranted to say no to good situations. Also, without we could have the opportunity to shoot our shot for something that's great that I know I could have if I'm just willing to be honest with myself and make the necessary sacrifices to stretch myself and like, I don't know, use life to the fullest, really. That sounded like a um, pithy Instagram quote, which I now regret. But I hope you hear me on this. Um, like make space in your life um, to shoot for the best that you can have because we have so much opportunity. Um that I think that we should be faithful to take advantage of. But yeah, like I know it's hard to say no and like quit. But like the thing, why I said it might be time to quit your job if you're listening to this podcast is because like something made you click it and listen. And I think it might be that part of you that already knows the answer and just needs to be given permission to honor it. Like it really might be time because I remember when I was in the middle of struggling through my decision to either quit or stay with the consulting firm I was working for, I looked up a YouTube video titled, How to Know If It's Time to Quit Your Job. And Kirsten, my sister, she walked by and saw what I was watching. And she just said, Kelsey, if you're watching that video, you already know the answer. And I think I just slat, sat there like, see, I don't know, deceased and like slayed in the truth that she threw in my face. And I I was like so murdered by it. Oh, gosh, I was like, wow, she's right. though. No, she is totally right. Um, and it took some time to work through that. It's not like that one um, like powerful statement of truth that she said just like instantly made me okay. But like it was a I had a much better, more effective time of like coming to the right decision after she just like called me out that like, listen, it's time to honor what you already know. And you're just trying to like justify staying where you're at, but it's really time to leave. So I hope that this podcast uh, serves that purpose for you, like that sister throwdown that Kirsten provided for me. So ask yourself, like, did you get a pit in your stomach and think, oh, yes, um, to any of the criteria I mentioned throughout this podcast? If it's just one or two that you really resonated with, then you're like, you're in a great spot to get super strategic and proactive about the career change that is probably inevitable in the next six to 18 months. But if you had a strong internal reaction or a severe reaction to like several of or all of the criteria I mentioned, then you're probably looking to escape ASAP. And you don't need me to encourage you to be honest with yourself because <laughs> you're like, yes, I need out. But one more thing, if you're thinking, well, Kelsey actually didn't bring up some specific struggle that I'm having as, and she didn't say that was a reason to quit. So maybe I could still like be on the fence about this decision. But the thing is, of course, I didn't bring up like every viable reason possible for like why what's a good reason to quit your job because if I did it, like this would be a four-hour episode but if whatever frustration you've been dealing with has been eating away at your nerves and playing into those mental emotional criteria and reasons that I mentioned before um then like yeah it might be time to just like give yourself permission to take those seriously and leave but if really you are still on the fence then please let me help you schedule like plug it is honest plug like this is warranted so schedule a free coaching consultation with me by going to kelsey kemp Dot com and clicking on the one-on-one -on -one coaching page and hit the apply for a free consultation button uh, to set up a time this week to evaluate if it's time to quit or find a new job and to um, talk through what the ne next steps are on how to find that optimal job. So get a plan, move on. So if you need any additional encouragement to just do the dang thing and set up a consultation with me, listen to what my recent client Daniel has to say. So he said, I was in a fog. I wanted to make a good career decision, one that would connect my gifts and what I care about with how I spend my time. But I had no idea how to get there. A blind guess was actually my best guess. 
when I first considered working with Kelsey, I passed and chose to wade through my career choices on my own. But after a considerable amount of time, um, honestly, I think it was like six months or so. Yeah, but he said like after a considerable amount of time, I had made minimal progress and decided to give coaching a try. I figured if people seek professional coaching or fitness or for for fitness or finances, then meeting with someone to plan for my career couldn't be a bad investment. I am so glad I did. Kelsey helped me, uh, kept me moving steadily to my goal on a healthy timeline. I came away from coaching able to make a confident, informed career decision with clear next steps. I had a hard plan for where to go and knew exactly why I was going there. The future became a source of excitement instead of a well of anxiety. Now I know why I'm at my new job and how it fits into what I care about. If you're interested, don't wait like I did. So, boom. Wow, Daniel, thank you so much if you're listening to this, which I'm pretty sure you are. But don't take, or sorry, why did I say don't? No, take Daniel's advice and go to KelseyKemp.com to learn more about my one-to-one career coaching services and set up a time for us to talk and assess if it's the right fit to help you get into a new job ASAP that kickstarts a career that you are genuinely excited for. Yeah. I remember one of my friends texted me. (laughs) Actually, she's a former client too. She texted me uh, like maybe a couple months or a year ago and she said, Kelsey, I was just at dinner with a bunch of friends and one girl was talking about how she knows this other girl who like really loves her job and this other person at the table cut her off and she was like, but like, can you actually imagine that? Who actually likes their job and no one at the table could really vouch for it except my friend? And she was like, yeah, um, I I think I can imagine what it's like to love my job. And there are things that we could do about this. And like, we don't have to be hopeless about it. So um, it's just so funny how many people have actually gotten to a place in life where they just like are like, no, of course we can't actually love our work. But that's bogus. So anyway plug over. But besides, or maybe in addition to setting up a free consultation with me, here are those few powerful steps I mentioned I would share that you should take if you know it's time to quit. So here are a couple very powerful first steps to get you going. So one, this is huge. Set a launch date. Make a deal with yourself for how much time you're willing to stay at the company you're at while figuring out your next move. This is vital because it will give you resolve and clarity to move on and take the necessary steps to stop settling and take advantage of a new opportunity. If you don't do this, it is really so easy to backslide and settle and just justify all the reasons you should force yourself to waste a lot of your precious time devoting, I don't know, at least a third of your working hours and maybe another third of your mental capacity outside of work to a job that you don't like. So set a launch date, like make a deal with yourself. I am going to give myself whatever it is, three months to figure things out, apply for jobs and get a job and turn in my notice. Like those ride or die dates change lives, do it. So get the the second thing I want to mention is get clear on what you want by giving yourself the mental space to do so by taking yourself on figure my life out dates. Okay, like set aside special devoted time, preferably in a new space that you're like excited by because giving yourself the um, environmental mental cue like really does change things for your um I don't know, mental dynamic. It it makes you say, okay, I am like really stressed in life and I'm like seeing red in my job. Um, and I'm thinking like anything but this, but it helps you separate that stressful um, uh, fight or flight mode that will technically, cognitively limit the options that you're able to perceive that you have, which has a direct impact on the um, 
what jobs you think that you could go for and the it will limit your research phase and honestly like that's bad so uh it really does have a technical impact on you if you are if you have waited to the point where you're super frustrated in your job and you're just like i want to take anything but this then you need to double down and honestly that's where i think that it is so important to work with a career coach where you could kind of borrow their amygdala and like um, honestly evaluate and expand your options and pick a job that's like a really thorough, solid, life-giving decision when you might have a really hard time finding that, especially when you're seeing red and you're super frustrated. So like just because it like we all know that if you were in the throes of depression or anxiety, you would go work with a counselor because you need professional help out of that. It's the same with careers. So anyway, but the thing is, um, the important step to take here is uh, whether or not you're working with a career coach or not, like you will have alone time where you're processing through your own thoughts. So I would encourage you to kind of set it up as like this fun, like figuring out my life dates with myself and go to a, a space that inspires you um, and make it like a set aside time instead of just saying, oh, I'm going to think about it when I can, or um, like, I'm just going to research LinkedIn job postings on my um, like at night after work or during my lunch break because you're frustrated, like that is really not going to get you very far. And it's probably putting you at major risk for settling into a position that's going to leave you in the same level of frustration and lack of fulfillment. So do that. Anyway, um, another thing I wanted to mention as food for thought is that if you have waited until you're extremely frustrated and desperate to leave, consider that it might be better to take a short sabbatical doing something character building like a volunteer trip or freelancing or getting trained or certified in something that excites you or maybe like kind of networking and trying to get some like apprenticeship or like shadowing situation with someone whose career you really admire because these things can actually make you really marketable to a future employer if you position yourself right and it also gives you the time and space and just like a break to figure things out uh, rather than throwing yourself straight into a job that you're unsure about because honestly, think about it. Like, wouldn't it be better to use three months to recharge, set a solid vision for your life, learn something new and start over rather than digging yourself further into the hole that you're already in and not necessarily getting any closer to understanding what you really want out of life. And like by spending another year or several years in another position that you're not jazzed about. And it could just like honestly add to your confusion and dissatisfaction. So um, sometimes like a pattern interrupt of a short sabbatical is so huge, so huge. So consider that that might be a, a really good option for you, especially if you're um, doing something like a character building experience that I mentioned, have something else going on, like be able to prove that you were taking that time to do, do something that's character building and important or meaningful or developing a new skill or trying out something new while you were on that sabbatical because it helps your resume so it doesn't look like you were just like farting around for a couple months. So anyway, wow, that was super professional. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, um, this is not a universal recommendation. I like, trust me, it is just a suggestion that might or might not resonate with you and be wise. So because like, I want to be upfront for my friends and clients who have significant student debts or car payments or other hefty financial commitments, it obviously like we, we can understand why it might not be wise to, um, suspend your employment or um, risk the financial hazard and because it could sometimes add a lot more stress or confusion um, while you're on that sabbatical. Like you just don't have the mental peace knowing that like you still have to add up to make your car payment or your um, pay off your student loans. Um, and so what was intended to be a time that gives you peace and space to process like it 
it's you can't really use it for that if you're stressed out about your financial commitments. So if this is your situation, you might prefer to take a paid freelancing or part-time opportunities while you figure things out or um, just give yourself a year in a decent, non-miserable job that doesn't add to your frustrations, uh, even if it's not the best thing ever. Just like don't, here's my encouragement, don't also take that as an excuse to stay, get stuck or stay comfortable. Like continue to push yourself up for, um, like set yourself up for a career that you're excited about. But anyway, those are some strategies to think about. And that is something that I work through with clients. For some, I help them make a really bold career leap. Um, some have taken a short sabbatical um, and then like developed new skills or done something really interesting in that break and then gotten into a really interesting career pivot that they're excited about. Um, and then others I've helped get into a job that is stable and it meets a lot of the things that they value, a lot of their criteria. And it's just like a really good job that is building up the skills um, to build a bridge between the current industry and the current function that they're serving right now and the leap that they want to make like it is building the bridge there while giving them a good paid opportunity so they can maintain their financial stability um and so i help them with kind of like the six month one month one years wait three years and five year plan um and like work that all in so just consider what's best for you uh, and i trust that you'll do that but um okay <laughs> Anybody need a breather? Because you might be feeling like, ooh, you have a daunting decision to make. Um, but I do um, really just honestly, like, I pray for you guys. And sometimes I, I just think it's like the most encouraging thing ever, not just to know that someone is praying for you, but like knowing what they are asking God for on your behalf. And so I always am so encouraged when, when a friend is like, instead of just saying, oh, I'll pray for you. They're like, let's pray about that right now. Or like they'll even text out like a prayer that they are saying for me and what they want for me. So um, that is something that I really want to do for you. So I'm just going to do a good old like talk to the big man upstairs on this podcast. So Jesus, we just come before you and we thank you so much for being our healer, our provider, our God with us, Emmanuel. You are always here and you care about our lives and you work all things to the good of those who love you and who are called according to your purpose. And thank you so much um, for how you care for us all the time and how you have a plan. I ask that you help this friend listening. I ask that you help them to um, be made aware of that plan and surrender to it and experience all the joy and the freedom and the purpose that comes along with that. I ask that you please make their calling clear to them. I ask that um, as a result of this phase of questioning and going through the scary leap of quitting a job and finding another, I ask that they just become so much closer to you and have such a sweeter, deeper relationship with you because of this transition. And I thank you so much that you use all of our learning opportunities and seasons of life, whether they feel really good or really awful, like you use all of them um, to our good. And I realize that the, the best thing that could come from that is not like our life being happier, but us having a deeper relationship with the one who created us and knows us and has countless thoughts towards us all time. And like before time even began, uh, like you have endless thoughts towards us and cares for, for us. So I ask that the person who is listening to this podcast right now, that they would feel that, like they would feel um, a wave of peace come over them in knowing in faith that you have a plan for them and that you will be there. And when they ask and they put their trust in you, like, Holy Spirit, I know that you speak for us on our behalf and you open doors and close doors that we're not supposed to be in and you point us in the right direction. So I ask that um, 
this sweet person listening would know and be aware of what you're doing and that they would lean into that and know that they can be at peace knowing that they have a good father who is guiding their path. And I ask that you also empower them to take the necessary steps to be Uh, Yeah, like take the faithful action necessary to put themselves out there, make tough decisions that they know you're putting on their heart and to stretch themselves, to take advantage of the opportunities that you're giving them. So um, I ask that you do all these things for them, all not for the purpose that we could just live happier, healthier, wealthier lives. Like that is not the purpose of our lives. I ask that... um, all of these things that you're working in this person's life, that it would just be so that they could know you more, fall more in love with you, have a closer relationship. And as a result of all of that, have so much more of a fruitful, um, joy-filled life and that glorifies you and speaks of your name to others. Um, so I ask all these things for, um, in your name and just for your glory in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. All right, you guys, that, uh, that is my prayer for you. And I really hope that it encourages you. And I am just, I have so much faith that if you, um, like, I mean, honestly, like if you're listening to this point of the podcast, like, and you are desiring to make more of your life and are willing to make tough decisions, like quit a job and find a new opportunity. Like I have so much faith that like God, he is a God. It says in the scripture that we'll do more than we could possibly imagine. So trust in that, like he is caring for you um, and lean on him and seek out his will for your life as you do the tough things to follow it. So anyway, praying for you guys, love you guys. And um, yeah, I really hope that this podcast has been of service to you and an encouragement. Um, I wanted to just mention, like, don't forget to take these three super quick actions that could really make an impact for someone who comes across this podcast because you decided to spread the word about it. One is just tap the stars on the homepage of this podcast to leave a rating. It is so quick. Just like, that's all you have to do. Tap the number of stars. Like, I'll take five if you're willing um, to leave a rating. And then two, just while you're there, write a few quick words into a written review about what this podcast has done for you and what it's meant for you or like what your favorite episode was. This is huge in helping the listening platform that you're on. Let other people know that like, or let the listening platform know that they should suggest this podcast um, and show it to other listeners so they could take advantage of it. Um, And then last, the third thing is just best of all, screenshot this episode and text it to a friend or share it to your stories on Instagram. Just don't forget to tag me at Kelsey underscore the called career. Otherwise I won't see it and I don't get to thank you as I really want to. So that is it. Just tap the stars to leave a, re- a rating, write a few words in a quick written review and send screenshot the episode and send it to a couple friends who might really need the encouragement or the discernment um, or send post it on your stories and tag me. All those things are huge and could really help you um, join the movement and helping people understand what their calling is and then do something about it. So until next time, I want to encourage you do the hard but necessary thing and actively start moving towards the career that you're actually called to serve in and make an impact through. All right. See you next week.